You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, it's the podcast from Secret Golf and I'm Diane Knox Bayliss on a very wet, miserable Friday here in Ponte Vedra Beach. Oh my gosh. So, I mean, the Players' Championship has been a bit of a washout so far in that the weather is horrendous and it's getting worse. It's not easing up at all. Um, right now, as I'm recording this, play has been suspended for probably three hours, maybe three and a half hours. And it doesn't look like there's going to be more play today. I think they're going to update in about 15, 20 minutes or so. But oh my God, a Monday finish looks inevitable at this point. So I guess we just have to hope that golf happens when it happens. And that's all we can do. So we are giving you an extra podcast this week and this was recorded in 2019 on site at TPC Sawgrass. Now our very own Elk is a two-time players champion, 91 and 1997 and in 2019 he flew in for the week with his son Sam. Now the really cool thing is Sam had never been on the course before and I thought it would be a cool idea to get the two of them out, mic them up and have them walk 16 17 and 18. So Elk could really, you know, go through the experience of winning and telling those stories and Sam could really kind of bask in it and see it from his perspective. So this was in 2019 at TBC Sawgrass, Elk and Sam together. So it's the Monday of Players Week and Elk, I'm so happy that you're here. I am too, Diane. It's nice to be back to the players. Got my son Sam here with me this week to see the course for the first time. How does it feel to be back? Obviously, TBC Sawgrass, you being a two-time players champion, and to be back here in March, what does it mean? Well, I like the, I like the uh, tournament that we played in March because the players are going to see a different golf course this year as we're... as a. As the viewers will see on TV when they see this week, it's the course is perfect. They've got they've got ryegrass, totally wall to wall ryegrass, overseed. Um, but right underneath that ryegrass is Bermuda grass. So we haven't got to see the rough yet. We're going to walk up here and have a look what kind of rough it is. But we're going to find out how um, how much rough is on this golf course. And of course, it's four days away 
Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, almost four days away from when they play. And the, the, the grass, Diane, can grow another inch or more if they if they want it to on the rough. Wow. I mean, we're standing here on the 16th tee and it does look incredible out here. It's so lush. It's so green. It's so different to May. And I've only ever seen the players in May. So to see it in March, I mean, this is what it's all about. Yeah, this is a similar look with the sea at Augusta with the overseed. Um, we've played it both ways back in March. We played it overseed and we played it without it. So this is this is this is awesome. Um, you know, here we are on 16T. It still creates the same shot it always has, Diane. It's uh, it's one of the holes that you have to make the ball go from right to left. And uh, most of the players here, you know, this is the last chance to get a birdie. So if you hit the fairway here, you're going to have a really good chance of making four, possibly a three. We're going to go up there and have a look at the green. But the big, the big thing to watch out for here at 16 is you don't push your drive over into the right rough where you have to chop out and then play it a three-shot hole. Everything everything you do on this hole has to be from this tee shot to get it in the fairway. I would even I even hit three wood to make sure I'm in the fairway. I mean, these are three of the most iconic closing holes in golf. So the par five, then obviously 17 with the island green, and then um, the 18th par four, which is just it's a tricky hole. We're going to walk all three. We're going to do 16, 17, and 18. And what's extra special about this week is that your son Sam is here. So Sam, I can't believe this is the first time you've ever been to TBC Sawgrass. Yeah, um, we just never had the time to get out here. And uh, dad wasn't playing in the players when I was kind of growing up. Um, later into my years, but I'm very excited to be here. And it's what a beautiful place this is. Um, reminds me much of the Masters uh, with a much more narrow feel. The thing is, is that this course is so special to your family and your mum and dad have had just some of their most amazing moments on this golf course. So you've heard all these stories, but what does it mean to you to actually be here to see it? Yeah, it's, uh, it's amazing, really. Um, this course, Dad won here twice. Um, always grew up hearing about it, and the, the stories were just always amazing. Um, I'm really eager to go check out 17 and see what that looks like. Um, with the one-shot lead, I'm sure that was a pretty small-looking <laughs> green. <laughs> it was easy with six-shot lead, but it still, it, still, it still felt the same way. <laughs> right, well, let's walk down. So we're okay. going to walk down 16 now. And um, Sam, you are an incredible golfer playing at the University of Houston. So how much do you just want to start hitting a ball out here? Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. It's lush. Um, the turf looks amazing. Um, we're just watching Jason Duffner on the range. They're hitting some balls. And... Wow, he's starting to hit hit it very nicely. Uh, I'm itching to get some balls and hit some out here. It looks, looks beautiful. Right, Elk, so the tee on 16. Talk about what we can see here and what will be going through these players' minds. Yeah, 16 is just, like I say, it's uh, it's it's one of the holes on this course that makes the players force the ball right to left in the air. This was always a bit of a tricky shot for me because I preferred to play the fade. Um, but... Uh, this, this is, as I say, this is all about being in the fairway. You know, you can hit a three-wood down here. Uh, we might get a little north wind this week at, at the course, which will make 17 and 18 play much harder, but it'll make this one even play shorter. So if I'm playing this week, I'm going to hit three-wood on this hole and make sure I get it in play. Okay. So when you're on the tee, there's a little bit of water, but it doesn't really come into play at the, the front of the hole. And then... Of course, you have water off to the right, 
which is going to be the water housing the island green for 17 as well but it, how much is it just like you, you don't want to be right I mean you need to make sure that you avoid that side altogether well we've talked about this before Pete Dye who designed this course you know 35 years ago it's it's sort of uh, visual warfare for the players he makes everything so tempting so uh, visually intimidating the way he sets up some of these shots and this one, the second shot here, it really invites you to, to have a go at the right pin hanging over the water. And he even put a slope there to help your ball go down towards it. But if you miss it at any, um, you know, you're going to make six or seven. So, so let's talk about, obviously, you won in 91 and 97. Any specific memories about playing 16 in those years? I want to say I birdied 16 in 91 to get in the lead and when I walked off the green walking over to 17 <laughs> my knees almost buckled because I had to catch my step because I thought I was going <laughs> to fall over because I, I realized what I was getting ready to face the shot and it was real windy and it was probably a seven iron shot because I was playing with the current US Open champion Curtis Strange and fortunately for me that Curtis had the honor and he wasn't playing very well and to his credit, he uh, he sort of took his time and really focused in to, I think, to give me a really good opportunity to, to, to kind of help me by hitting a real serious shot and seeing what the wind was doing. And, um, you know, 17's a minefield of a we're, shot. We're going to walk over. We're actually going to see it in a couple of minutes walking down here. Yeah, so we're, we're, we're almost to where you hit a drive here, Sam, on the right. You hit it in this little upslope right here. It's about 280 right here, so... Um, a love shot right over here. Yeah, he was in the left trees, but the if we stop right here and look, um, this is a shot you're looking at, son. Over there, the fairway slope right to left, mm -hmm. which wants you to send it left, but as you can see... Uh, it's not that long of all, is it? No, what, what no are these it's guys 5.30 or something. What are these guys hitting in there, six iron, seven iron? Today they're okay. hitting, if they hit it to here, they're hitting five iron, four iron, but... See where it says number 16 on the board? Yep. That's where you hit it right there. No so matter that's what like, it's like a TV tower that's behind the green, but more off to the left of the green. Just front left edge. So second shot here, Sam, what would you be thinking if you take your, what would you play off the tee? I'd be probably hitting a three wood like my dad suggested. That would, that would be smart, maybe easier to turn it over for me. Right to left is a tricky shot. Um, for us Elks, we like to fade the ball. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see something coming in high and soft into that green. Probably a fade uh, off the left side of that 16 there. That would, that would do pretty nice, I think. Atmosphere-wise, so you're walking up for the players, walking up the 16th fairway, and as we were saying, back on the tee, you can't really see the water off to the right too clearly. Looks like it's a ball game but over then, here. <laughs> when you get up here and it just opens up and you see the water, you start to see, we can see the flag on the 17th green and you see all the hospitality stands. This place is so busy, so loud. See that tree there that's uh, 100 yards or 80 yards short of the green? That that has to be dealt with when you lay up. If you miss the fairway, Sam, you got to pitch it over here somewhere. We're going to go up on this hill. And, um, you know, if you drive it in the right rough, it's not a bad mistake or the left rough, and you can't go for this green in two, then you have to lay up, right? And it's real narrow right here. You see that? Like so this is the tree. There's a bunker off to the left. 10 yards wide. With this so then huge tree. To be safe, you put it in here somewhere, right? But now you're off a downslope over the tree. 
or under. In 97, I, I drove it down there perfect in 97. I had a six-shot lead, and I was like, I'm not even going to go for it. So I punched one down here. I punched it too far, and I actually had to play it under that tree for my third shot with a little eight iron to chip it on the green. I actually hit it over the green, almost in the water, chipped it back and made a 10-footer. But uh, So this gets nasty right here. You know, you drive it in the rough, you have to lay up, you get up here a little too far, you get it bobbled up under this tree right here, and now you've got a bunker shot from 50 yards. Of course, the pin on the right on Sunday, over that bunker down there, Sam, that's, that's, that's tight over there. So we're walking up the left-hand side of 16 right now. Let's talk about this rough, because walking here, I can notice such a difference just in how There's thick plenty. and spongy it is. There's plenty of rough. It's, it's really thick. It's different than what it looks, because the, the, the rye grass that they put on this grass is a special kind of grass. It's what they call a winter grass, and it germinates at like 35 degrees. So you can go buy some from Home Depot and throw it on your lawn. It'll grow up and make the, your yard really nice. But underneath it is the real grass. So when you have a two-inch rye grass with another crop underneath it, probably a one or two-inch Bermuda grass, now you've got two double threads, right? Mm -hmm. Getting technical here, Don. I know, I'm learning. <laughs> Uh, and the ryegrass holds a lot of moisture. It's real juicy grass. It's what they put on the courses in Palm Springs and Phoenix to make everything look so pretty. Uh, and of course it does this week too. But as you're walking, you're feeling the sponginess. Can you feel, you see that Bermuda underneath it there? Mm -hmm. that's oh yeah. All, that's all Bermuda okay. right here. This is rye. Uh. Yeah, so it's gonna be, in another three days, with this 80 degree heat, it's gonna grow another inch. Or more. And it doesn't look like there's much rain forecast for this week, maybe a little bit on Saturday. But um, yeah, I think it is going to be pretty warm, high 70s, low 80s. See these shots right here, we're, we're up at the green now and you know the natural tendency is to hit the shot you know too far left right over here to safe. But you know I always try to hit it to the front edge there and if it ran down into this deal that's fine. I can get it to that pin. I can I can do something with that, and I can then chip it and let it run down there. Mm -hmm. I just was never the guy like a Freddie Couples or a Davis Love or even Tiger Woods that had the super high long iron shot that okay. I can make stop. You see guys going for that pin today, and they, they come in lower, and they just go right over the green into the, mm -hmm. into the water. Yeah, exactly. So what kind of fringes are we dealing with out here? Is, it, is that grainy stuff? Is it It's a combo of the Bermuda and the... It's a combo, combo, Bermuda and rye. Now I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna be too grainy. I think it's gonna be all right. Greens look pretty, pretty dry, right now. And uh, when you look at the greens right now and you see their real light color, that means it's they're pretty dry. They're not that moist. So I'm saying they're gonna be fast this week, real fast. All right. So we're going to do the infamous walk, the terrifying <laughs> walk from 16 It doesn't green. always have to be terrifying. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all internal, right? It all really is. <laughs> um, I always find it terrifying because, and I'm one of these people that I hate to talk about the negative. I always like to think about the positive. <laughs> but for Russell, a couple of years ago here. Oh, that's right. Your brother. He was in, in contention. Yeah, he was. And, and we had to. in the water on 17. A couple times, didn't he? Yeah. 
Well, what did yeah. he make it, eight or something? I think it was a nine. A nine. I think and we had to console you for the rest it, of the day. It was kind we? of tough. So for me, just being a supportive sister, this walk is terrifying because you can't help but think about just you want well, all the them crowds, to do Sam, well. Everywhere where you see grass is all real... You know, regular crowd, right? Yeah. I mean, and we are, we're so lucky to be out here today because there's hardly anyone around. They're setting up for the concert that they do on the yeah. Tuesday night. So now here we are behind the green, Sam, and you can see how small this green is. And um, that pin that's down, there's a, there is a pin. This would be a back pin. There's another one back here. There's one right in the front, and then there's one back here, medium back left there that's filthy. The most difficult is the just over the bunker there on the front on right, the right portion. Yeah. This now, I think I actually think this back left pin is difficult because if you miss left, you can't do anything. Plays a touch downhill off from the second shot too, or pretty mm -hmm. level. Pretty, pretty flat. Pretty flat. Yeah. Okay, we were just saying earlier that Sam, this is your first time here at TBC Sawgrass, so I'm going <laughs> to give you this microphone and I want you to talk through the walk to 17. We are walking here. <laughs> um, we're walking here. Uh, it's a it's a stadium atmosphere where the um, in this, <laughs> it literally is in this, stadium atmosphere. In this movie, 300, the the murder is on the green there. That is a small little green. Um, what a beautiful beautiful walk it is here. Um, Many hey, men just, have died you, on this hole. You just know that it's going to be a tough shot, in a man. <laughs> and you'll be shocked how small it looks when you get over here. So you played the shot as a seven iron back in the day. Yep. They got the tee back a little bit, but see where those stands are back there. That was all tee back there. That was flat, and there was a tee back in there. So I don't know. We'll see. There's a guy up here. We'll see what it, what this plays today. Big scoreboard. That's new. That's a scoreboard, right? That'll be flashing, flashing when they're standing up there. And you have plenty of fans, patrons here, probably what, 20,000 packed into here? Probably. Of course, here's, the, here's, the, here's the, uh, the local wildlife on the tee right here. <laughs> the one and only Doug Milney. How are you, Doug? Good to see you, mate. How are you? Good to see you. Good. It's my son, Sam. Hey, Sam. I think maybe Works we for the met tour. somewhere a long time down the road ago. Good to see. What an this honor is it is to see this guy. You, you step first up, time, you first time he's uh, ever seen this uh, shot, my son Sam. Well, that's fantastic. What do you think, Sam? First, first impression. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, it it's is. Small, it's it? a small green, yes. Uh, Definitely pin back right over the over the deal, right? Yeah, that's. There's a lot of uh, high stress areas. What I would consider this <laughs> this tee box to be. <laughs> that's putting it mildly. Yeah. What are they? What, how far is it playing right here today? About 140. Yeah, 143, 144, I think, is what Michael Kim, who's just walking off. And that's about dumb. max this week too. They've they've taken these tees out. There used to be tees back here where we go back here 155 ish. Right. You remember that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I remember you. What was it? 91. 91. I hit a seven iron 91. in here. Yep. I do remember. That was the year I started with the tour, and I'm like. How about this? Comes full circle, doesn't <laughs> it? Full circle, because I was camped out out here. This is when NHK first started covering the Players' Championship. And my job in 1991 was literally every single shot was to sit on the mound behind the 17th green back there and watch to make sure the Japanese camera crews stayed Which stay put, in position. Stay in position. So I got to see you come through and hit your shot. On I... Uh was uh forgot 90, my sharpie i'd ask for an autograph 91 was <laughs> such a nervous year for me because i'd only ever won one tournament the 1990 uh greensboro event so of course this tournament carried a 10-year exemption yeah and i wasn't really thinking about the money coming in on this particular event fuzzy zeller was uh tied for the lead and paul azinger was also tied for the lead and mm -hmm. phil blackmar was also tied for the lead coming okay, to this I hole not been able to pull that name out <laughs> blackmar hit it in the water here 
Uh, he said it was one of the worst swings he's ever made in his life. Great friend of mine. Um, I was lucky enough on 18 to hit it in a fairway and um, hit that famous three-iron shot yep. out of the divot, that's, of which made a, made a birdie there. And yep. The other interesting uh, point of interest there was that Payne Stewart was out of the tournament with an injury, and he was walking reporting like we are right now, uh-huh. and he was following my group. So it was kind of nerve-wracking having Payne Stewart walking in my group with me let alone uh, all the stuff I was trying to do. Right, Sam, so we were saying, you know, obviously this is your first time seeing it. Your dad has told you these stories. You've watched the the coverage. You've seen it's it happen. Small. But what, what questions do you have? Like, what do you think? I think uh, I would love to see it when it's rolling on Sunday with a couple groups to come through here. I think that would be a, uh, an interesting sight to see um, well, how, how the guys handle the pressure and handle the shot. I think that would be a, a pretty amazing scene. Um, and... and uh, I think that's what I what I think. Already right now on the back there, you're seeing the wind on those flags back there. When you come over here, you're looking everywhere possible to see where the wind is. You're looking over here to 16, you see all these flags blowing in over here. Looks like slightly in from the left. You're looking at behind the green, it says in from the right. You're looking up to the tower on the left, in from the left. So this is all the information that that we're trying to gather when we when we stand up here. And this is great having all these flags here because there used to be only one flag usually on the top of the TV tower. So now you've got 50. The players are going to know where the wind is coming from when they step on. You just want them all blowing in the same direction. <laughs> Let's talk about the wind here then because the wind is going to be different to how it blows in May. So talk about the wind and, and what challenge it's going to pose this week. Well, right here, we've already, we've already heard it's 142 yards, right? So if I was here right now, you know, okay, so I got 142. I famously would play this hole by getting my caddy to tell me what it is to the back edge. So I'd say it's 152, maybe 153 or 4 to the back edge. Well, if I blasted a 9 iron right here, it still feels a little dodgy. I might have to hit a little late. So any indecision with the wind in is so traumatic. It's so, so stressful because. Uh, on this particular hole, there's so much at stake, it's almost unfair. I mean, people have said, you know, is it, is it so nasty that, it's, that you can ruin your whole tournament right here? And, but I, I answer that question by saying it's just so unique having this one shot, you know? Sam, what would you play here? So if you were standing on the tee on this day, what would be your strategy? On this day, I'd probably be hitting a nine, nine iron up there. Um, 153 is what we have the back edge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd, that'd probably be the perfect club for me. Yeah, um, not quite for me. I'd have to think about maybe doing something with an eight and small that eight, yeah. small eight maybe. I think you get nine up there. And now you see, look up on the left there. All those flags are still. If I was on the tee right now, you might consider hitting the shot right now with a nine. Right now, I could get there with a nine with no wind. All those flags on the left up there. There's ten of them. They're all still right now. Look over to the right. They're all still. If I was there right now, I'd try to hit it right now and probably hit a 9-9. So that's the thing, you know, what these players are going to deal with with a north wind because we've never seen it. None of these guys have seen it. Normally the wind's downwind, so it's just a matter of plopping a wedge on the front edge and just holding a spin. Whole different animal this year. It's going to be much more uh, exciting for the fans to see these players make some kind of a decision, I think. How many of these have you played in? Players? Yeah. Probably 25 or 28. First first year was when? 90. 89, 89, 90, somewhere in there. In 
97? 97 as well, yep. yeah. God, I can't believe I pulled nine. Got 97 put them right out of the, right out of the <laughs> gate. Prompted. I remember 1997 because I was in Dallas for the Champions Tour event working at the time. We were watching you win in 1997. I had a big lead, and I was able to compose myself enough to keep it. Yep. Yeah, it was a long week because I was leading the tournament the whole week. Yeah. People had kind of given up on me losing the tournament. When I got to this hole, people were leaving. Guys were, <laughs> oh guys were, guys were picking up the trash. It's like, ah, Elks never met, hasn't missed a shot today. He's not gonna, he's not gonna mess up this tournament. So, yeah. So where that pin is today, it's sitting right on the ridge. It's kind of in an illegal spot. That's where you would aim for if you were trying to get to the right pin. When you see those guys on Sunday fly it over to that right pin, to me, that's. That's not the shot. I mean, I saw Ricky Fowler. I told him, I said, what the hell are you doing hitting the ball over to the right like that, trying to fly that? He said, well, he said, the other guy was going to make birdie. I had to as well. So they're probably not going to fire over there, Sam, with an eight iron. What do you think? I don't think that would be wise of them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty small looking green, and uh, that right portion is uh, very thin on the backside, I would say. Yeah. Where is the forbidden drop zone? Where is that? Oh, uh, we're going to go over there. Let's go check yeah, out. Yeah, let's walk over that. We know. Doug, drop. thank you. Thank well, you. Guys, you've got good to see y'all. The drop zone is not that awesome Always great to have either. Doug on the podcast. <laughs> He's featured quite a few times before. And uh, Doug's one of the head media officials. And as he said, 91 he started. Well, you, what would you hit here, son? Probably my six iron. You think you can get it there, hold the green? Probably. <laughs> I like it. Good work. All right, so they have a big concert here, big concert, Sam. Who's playing this year, Diane? So it's uh, for a military appreciation day. So it's every Tuesday they do this concert on 17. Oh, it's, it's on Tuesday. Yeah, John Pardy. It's always a country concert. Yes, and they land paratroopers here. They all come down, land. There's a big flyover. Big flyover. It's, it's I mean, absolutely packed, and it's such a special night. Quite yeah, an they, emotional night. Yeah, they get everyone, to, you know, come, and a lot of players come, and they sit up there and uh, enjoy a outside concert. See, that wind now is coming in a little bit there, Sam. You see that? It's funny how the wind standing on the tee and then walking up the side, the wind feels different. Yeah, for sure. We'll just go up that edge of this rough here and we'll look at this uh, wedge shot right here. So a lot of players make a decision if they do go in the water, Sam, they either hit again from the tee or they come up here and hit this one. That's right. They don't have any other options. I That's right. You feel this tea right now? That's all Bermuda grass. You feel that spongy? That's Bermuda. So this is the drop zone here? Uh, a bit further. Okay. It's usually up here. So let's talk about that. I um, hated it. I, my, my whole deal was I'm not going to the drop zone. I'm, not, I'm going on the green. Yeah. But say you did hit one in the water. Would you, what, what would make you play another one from the tee or move to the drop zone? What would well, this, be that decision? This one today is into the wind. So you could actually do really well on the drop zone right here. It's when it's down, when it's craziness. And Sam, as you can see that down under that back right pin, it's hard to get down in there with a wedge from here with a lot of spin. So how bad is that front bunker? Can you do anything out of there? Yeah, you can get it on out of there. Yeah. I've seen people mess it up, but yeah, you can do it. Top left pin from here is craziness, right? Yeah. That's... You're gonna make five. You hit it in the water here, you're pretty much gonna make five. You're going to go here, you're going to play a somewhat conservative shot from here, leave yourself a 20-footer, and you're going to make five. It's a one-shot, two-shot penalty. One bad shot costs you two strokes. I would agree. 
little sound check going on behind us too. Yep. So you can see here, now you see how small this green is. Not that small, not that big. Sam, you said that when we were on 16 actually. Oh, well, it was when we walked in, but the, the greens are so small. Yeah, they look like little small tabletops. Kind of reminds me of Pebble out, out here on yeah, a few a little of these bit of Pebble. Yeah, the way the green complexes are. Um, but yeah, that's a really small green right there. That's a, that's going to be a tough one coming into the wind with the. See, there's your back edge there now. See that? Yes. There's a pin up here, top left. That's nasty. Right. So the walk from 17 to 18. Let's talk about 1991 because mm. so you had a one-shot lead. I don't think I did. I think I was tied. So heading on to 17. I, I hit the green on 91, but I three-putted it. So you bogeyed 17 that day. <laughs> back into the back into a tie. So you're tied for the lead. Yeah. Heading to 18. Like, how do you even... I was begging to hit the fairway. Describe your doing. mental state. I was just trying to, you know, obviously playing really well. I was shooting 12 under in the tournament. So I'm a good driver. I, I hit the balls really straight off the tee. So driving the ball is not that big a deal for me. So we'll get over here and have a look. Sam will probably appreciate this now that he's here a bit more of how his pops hits the fairway a lot. <laughs> Did we have a beep in there? Come on back here. Sorry. No, we like that. You're like to swear on a podcast. Uh, that's tight right there. That is no joke. Where do you hit it? Where, I'll show you. <laughs> yeah, 18 filthy, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It really is. I, I remember watching the telecast uh, last year. And <laughs> yeah, it's different hole into the wind. It's different here. The the guys were hitting some driving irons off the off the tee last year. Is that right? Yeah. Um, so see, I up don't to think they'll be doing that this year into a north wind. No, see that the tree. You can see the exposed fork. Yes. That's two eighty eight to run out on that exposed fork. So that's where we'd hit it at right I there. See. With just a straight draw there. That's that's your shot. Anything just there or there. Of course, everyone wants to bail out, right? They finish up over there in the cart trail. Now you're gonna, you 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 got big stress there. So is the, is the fairway kind of run into the left there? Does it kind of slope that way where you get a bounce? No, left? not really. No. And then if you're gonna take it over the corner, you you can only take it over like that last. Right. See that bird? Yeah. The next one. Yeah, in between those two. Yeah. And then you only have what 120 yards in? No. Today into the wind you'll have 180. Now this hole's. Uh, What's it? How, how, how long's the hole? 470? Hang on. Yeah, that's about right. 470. So if you hit a 300-yard drive, you'd have 162. So you're not going to hit a 300-yard drive down there. You're going to hit one about 270. So you'd have one, 190 in. It's a good-looking hole. I'll that's tell you harsh, that. huh? That is harsh. That's, that's harsh. harsh. Good, beautiful finishing hole, though. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.